Welcome to the HEAL podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama 5, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. Welcome to the HEAL podcast. This is Mimi, and today we have Katie Beecher, and she is a medical and emotional intuitive and licensed professional counselor with over 30 years of experience, and she's also a Lyme warrior. She believes that her connection with the intuition, self-love, and self-acceptance, we can do anything, include healing. She has had documented success with Lyme disease, healing from it herself, along with digestive issues, cancer, viruses, autoimmune diseases, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, and other issues. Katie, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm super excited to hear about what you do and your journey with Lyme. Do you mind starting out by just telling us about your Lyme journey? Oh, sure. Sure. Thank you for having me. So I grew up two towns over, away from Lyme, Connecticut. In Clinton. Okay. So we had heard about Lyme kind of from the beginning, even though it was, you know, kind of new, even when I was going, I'm, how old am I? I'm 55. That's frightening. So yeah. So I was kind of around the same age as Polly's kids. Polly's the person in Lyme who introduced the world basically. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. It all started in Lyme, Connecticut. Her story is pretty fascinating, but her whole family was just devastatingly ill. And that's what led to the discovery and, and all that. So, but I grew up in the woods and the beach and doing outdoor things and stuff and never really suspected that I had it until my mid forties. I had had kind of vague symptoms, achiness and brain fog and pretty severe depression, different things that I attributed to other factors. And then Finally, I went to my naturopath who has been treating Lyme forever since before it was even a thing in Connecticut. And I just said, you know, something's not right. Something's off. And interestingly, I had been getting a lot of Lyme disease cases through my clients. Mm. So it was kind of like the universe saying, you know, (laughs) maybe this is something to look at for yourself too, because I learn from my clients all the time. And he does diagnostics and things a little bit different way through some electronic frequency testing, which he then backed up with blood tests and things. But we determined that I not only had traditional Lyme, I had every co-infection, I had chronic fatigue virus, I had mold, I had the whole nine yards. And he said I probably had had it since I was a kid. Oh, wow. And I had been treating it holistically and through symptoms and spiritually and, you know, like I always do. So that's probably why I didn't have it as severely. But yeah, it was kind of scary to find that out initially. And then I just decided I'm going to tackle this the same way I tackle everything else head on and not let the anxiety overtake me and not turn into a patient, not let that be my whole identity and tried not to even use the word Lyme and just did everything he said, but not let it take over because anxiety is not good for you either. And Fortunately, he was able to treat me holistically without the use of antibiotics because I've always had super severe side effects to them and didn't want to go that mm-hmm. route. He also treated me with a Rife machine, which I know mm-hmm. can be kind of a controversial thing, but he had a pretty powerful one in his office that he'd been using forever. And I treated it spiritually as well, looking at why did this come into my life? 
Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, I had been avoiding writing the proposal to my book that I've been oh. writing since I was a kid. So that for me was a spiritual answer and just needing to pay more attention to me and slow down and normal things. So after about nine months of his treatment, my symptoms were gone and there's no trace of it. And it's been almost 10 years-ish. That's amazing. So it was supplements and herbal protocol? and It was, it was supplements, herbs, natural antibiotics, and the rife was a big, big part. Also nutritionally, I did kind of modified paleo with mostly vegetables, but still with meat for me and doing a lot of the spiritual work as well. And has your symptoms gone away? Oh, totally, completely. And what was very fascinating and unexpected to me is the depression that I had suffered my entire life is completely gone. Unbelievable. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. So it's, there's so many symptoms and everybody gets it differently, as you know. Yeah. No, totally. It's like a mimicking disease. And so can you talk to us about what you're doing now to help others and what your practice is? Yeah. So I'm a medical and spiritual intuitive. I can see into people's bodies and their energy and their lives. And one of my main goals is to look at all of the root causes of what's going on in people's lives to not only help them heal, but just help them enhance the quality of life and help them connect to their intuition. And by root causes, I look at literally everything from what happened in your childhood to your relationships, if you're fulfilled in your career, if you're being authentic, certainly physical root causes, emotional root causes. You know, if you are in a bad relationship and you don't feel like you can get out of it, so you're not expressing yourself and Every single thing in your life relates to your health and not Mm -hmm. health. So just using a name and age, I am able to create a four-page report, very detailed, and a symbolic painting. And it contains so much information that the word I hear the most is this is really scarily accurate. Wow. Yeah, we look at the whole thing. We come up with a plan. We look at different you know, as I said, like root causes and helping people connect to their intuition and then how to move forward. And then I have doctors that I I work with and refer to and other practitioners as well. And it's kind of the whole package because I can't diagnose. I'm not, you know, a physician. I'm a licensed counselor. So I'm able to do that aspect of it. But I try to work with a team and, you know, get as much resources as I can from really good people. That's amazing. Now, how, when did you know you had this ability? So I always talked to dead people from when I was little. I always sort of knew what other people were thinking, was able to pick up feelings. And for a large portion of my life, it was pretty intensely frightening. Mm, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, as when you're a kid, you don't really know what's happening. I picked up a lot of negativity. I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional family. So there was a lot of pretty negative energy. And so it was pretty scary. And I really didn't want anything to do with it because I felt threatened and I didn't know that I had the power to control this. So when I was 16, I sought help for an eating disorder by myself, didn't tell my parents. And fortunately, the therapist that I work with is Jungian-based Carl Jung, who believes in the power of intuition and how intuition and self-love is really the basis of health. And so he had psychic abilities himself. So he was very open to all that. And my therapist helped me to 
to not only connect to intuition and find self-love, but also to to accept my abilities and to not be afraid mm-hmm. of them. And so it just sort of evolved from there, became a therapist and started having stranger and stranger experiences all the time, always being into and interested in this stuff. But I didn't find out that I had this particular medical intuitive ability until about eight years ago when my mom became ill and eventually died from a flu shot. So it totally changed my life. I became her caretaker and it turned my life upside down. And the things I had been doing just didn't quite feel the same. And I knew I needed more purpose and direction. And in looking for something else, I accidentally, or not accidentally, maybe divine intervention, obviously, took a three-day class by Mona Lisa Schultz, who's a pretty famous medical intuitive. And she basically said, giving you a name and age, tell me everything you can about this person, animal, whatever. And I completely surprised myself in that I saw this person in my head. I knew things about them. I knew things about their history and their feelings and everything, really. That's wild. Isn't it? So she gave you a name and she wrote the same thing down. Would you guys have pretty much similar things written down? That's what ended up happening is in the class, she just said, okay, give me, tell me what you guys know and see. And so I just started saying things and she was like confirming everything I said, which was pretty wild. So, you know, at the end of the day, she said, I don't know what you actually do in real life, but you should pursue this. So I I took kind of an online class with her for a year and just kept practicing. And now I really feel like this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Because it's like, especially for people with Lyme that the medical community can't help in a sense at this point. I know. So it's not like, okay, you're like going against pharmaceutical companies or conventional medicine that we're just saying, okay, we we don't want to go down that path. We're choosing this path. There is no path there. And it's so, it's so hard because as I don't have to tell people who are listening, it's so undiagnosed. It's so Mm -hmm. misdiagnosed. It's like some of the clients who come to me have nothing wrong and they just want to learn more about themselves and that's great. But a lot of people are like, I have these symptoms. I either know what they are and I'm not getting help or I don't know what they are or I want to get better faster or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so frustrating because I have people who are dealing with Lyme who are completely debilitated. And then I have people who are walking around. And But it's really lovely to see some of the people that I've worked with who've gone from being bedridden and, and made sicker by doctors, unfortunately, who now, you know, one of them's in chiropractic school and she runs four miles a day. And, you know, so it's so great to see people getting better, but that's amazing. Really. So the people who come to you, do they typically like the ones who are Lyme patients, do they already come to you and say, I know I have Lyme, but I'm not getting better. How can you help me? Or are they coming to you with no idea that they have Lyme and you're telling them that they have Lyme? It's probably more people who either know they have it or suspect it. But there's a really big portion who are saying, I have these symptoms. No one can tell me what they are. I've been tested for Lyme, but I've been told I don't have it. So as I said, I can't diagnose, but I can say, this is what I'm picking up. These are the symptoms I'm picking up. This is what you can confirm this. These are the people that I trust who I can send you to to get actual diagnoses and get some physical treatment. And we can work on on other aspects of this and you know, I still help with physical treatment as well, but it's a team approach. So yeah, it's probably, it's a little bit of both. So after like when someone comes to you and you do their first reading, whatever the report mm-hmm. is, and how long is that reading typically? 
It's an hour. It's an, it's hour. an hour. We do a lot in an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then do they keep coming back to you? I mean, you able to help clear if they're dealing with energy issues or past traumas. Do you help them clear that? Or is that something else that they do? Yeah, it to? completely depends on the individual. Some people mm-hmm. we do an initial appointment and then they work with me weekly or monthly. Some people do that and then they come back for another reading in six months. I'm not pushy about that. And it's really on an individual basis. I'm not one of those people who says you have to do six sessions or this is the amount of money you have to pay. And, and this is, you know, you're not going to get better unless you have me do this to you or whatever. You know, I'm not like that. I'm very, I want to work with the client and with their intuition and come up with a plan that works with them. Mm-hmm. That's great. And so you have seen success cases and typically how long are you finding? Are they as quick as you've been like within nine months or is it typically longer or is it just completely vary? It honestly depends on the variables and how sick people are, how long it's going on. There's so many, I mean, I feel very fortunate in my case that I didn't have really severe symptoms. I mean, I guess yeah. Severe depression is a pretty severe symptom. But I also think what I'm told by my guides is that I was meant to get better quickly so that I could help other people too. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. So how has your practice changed with COVID? You were already online or did you do things in person? I'm primarily on, yeah, almost like 99% online anyway. I meet with people all over the world. So that part hasn't really changed, but it's sort of the issues people have already had compounded by the additional anxiety of COVID or anxiety of the economic stuff, being isolated from family and friends. So everything's sort of amplified. (laughs) Yeah. And then I've noticed online, you have a connecting with intuition and using your body, using art. Can you talk about that as well? Yeah. So I've done a couple of those workshops. I'd, I'd like to do more for sure. The Part of the reading that involves the symbolic painting, I can show you one. Okay, so can you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so each of the paintings that I do are different. I tune into a name and age and just have my guides tell me to start with a color and a symbol. And a, usually it's a figure, but it could be an animal, it can be an insect, it can be a tree, whatever. And I use that information to tune into energy in a symbolic way, which is a little bit more pure sometimes than the words because I'll get information from my guides and words, but then I have to figure out what they're saying because it's not always clear. And a great example is I was working with a 12-year-old girl and I heard teeth enamel and my humanness said, oh, she must have problems with her teeth. But it was the opposite. When I talked to her mom, she said, no, she has extraordinarily strong teeth enamel. So, you know, words can, can kind of be construed, but with the symbolism, it's just pure information. And so I teach people kind of how to connect to their bodies and their intuition, and then show them how they can create those paintings and learn to interpret them. And also with words, people tend to fear them or not trust them or think it just sounds like me. So is it my intuition? But with these, it's more playful. It's more, it's more raw, you know? So it's kind of like the way dreams talk to us. It's not always in language that we understand. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Now, do you still do medium work? So it's usually, if I do that, it's normally a part of a reading. So okay. part of the sources of the information is other people's loved ones. So I tune into their guides, their energy, my own guides and energy. And also it's very, very common for people's loved ones to come through as well. And their pets sometimes. 
Huh. And do you tell them about that? Yeah, definitely. If it applies, often I will pick up information for loved ones as well as for them, which again gets mm-hmm. into why I, when I send them the report before we talk, we do the, when we talk about the report together. But yeah, I will often pass on messages, especially if it relates to what we're talking about. And yeah, it's always, always a really cool part of things. So that's great. That's so interesting. I can't wait to try it. So do you have any other words of wisdom or advice for anybody who has Lyme or chronic illness who's listening um, that you can give them? Yeah. So a few things are coming to mind. The first thing is really trust yourself. There's so many people out there, especially professionals, who will tell you that they know your body and they know what's going on and you don't have this or you have this. And it's so important for people to trust themselves and trust their own bodies and to tune into that because we can really learn from it. Another thing is to, sometimes I have a little bit of resistance to using some of the, the symbols, the Lyme symbols or people calling themselves Lymeys or things like that. Because for me, it was like, I was totally identifying with that disease instead of just being Katie who happens to have something. Mm -hmm. So allow yourself to be a person as well and just have something, but it doesn't necessarily like maybe not take ownership like mine, because then it becomes more of a part of you and try not to let the fear of it all take over because I think fear can get in the way of healing. And one of the main thing is maybe to talk to the Lyme, to talk to the symptoms as a friend instead of as an enemy, instead of feeling like your body's against you and that you have to fight it all the time because I have seen illness or accidents transform people's lives in such incredible ways mm-hmm. and in such positive ways too. And I'm not being a Pollyanna about this, but I think that if we, instead of feeling like I must be a horrible person since I got this or my life's never going to get better, even when I had the eating disorder, I was taught to talk to it. And to mm-hmm. say, what are you here to do? How are you here to help me? How can I change my life with you? What do you need so that you don't have to be a presence in my life? Try to work with it, you know? No, definitely. I totally agree with that. Like, don't think of yourself as a victim and why me? And because you'll never get better if they think that like, why me? And be angry about it. And, and yeah. it's once in a while, I think, to let yourself be angry. Like, we all get angry on one day where you just, like, your body just can't keep up with what you want to do. But in general, like, you have to be like, I'm going to get through this, and there's a reason why I'm on this path, and what am I here to learn, and why is my life different? Like, I obviously, I'm, I'm supposed to be learning something from this and changing something in my life to get me through this. It's so true. And if, if the people you're working with now aren't helping you, fire them. You know, find mm-hmm. people who can help you. Don't give up because... Mm-hmm. there's people who can help who look at things in a different way. Like for me, the Rife machine was a game changer, but there's so many different Rifes out there. And you don't have to be made sicker by your treatment. You don't have to have Herxing, for example. Right. People think it's just a natural part of treatment. You don't have to feel worse when you're getting better, you know? So look at all your options and, and trust yourself. And, and there is real help out there. This is great advice. I so appreciate you coming on. This has been amazing. For anybody who would like to find out more about your services, you just you have a website, Katie Beecher, B-E-E-C-H-E-R.com, and you have all your information there, and they can book an appointment right online to go see you. They can, and also if people have HSA health savings accounts, 
they can uh-huh. use that. And if they have out-of-network insurance for counseling, they may be able to get reimbursement as well. Oh, that's great. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. Thank you so much for coming on and I'm so happy you are here. Subscribe now and tune in next week. You can also join our community at Lime360 Warriors on Facebook and let's heal together. Thank you.